Well, hey there. Welcome to the People Gardener podcast. I'm Rhonda Delaney, your host, also known as the People Gardener. Thrilled to put this podcast together to help small business owners, new business owners, frustrated business owners, and aspiring leaders, whether they're inside business or outside. Each week, we bring you some actionable steps so that you can actually improve your skill as a leader. That's what we're about. We're here to help you become a better leader by giving you access to lots of different perspectives. The guests are varied. We're thrilled to have them. Get out your pen, get out your paper, and be ready to learn. Every single episode, you're going to be able to take something away that you can implement. Are you ready? Let's get to work. Well, hey there, welcome back to the People Gardener podcast. Happy to have you here this week. We are going to continue on with the behaviors talk and the values. We're going to move on to red flags. You know, we often as leaders look at red flag behavior of those that we lead. But what I want to talk about today is the red flags of your own behavior, the leader's behavior. Like we mentioned last week, behavior matters. And these red flags are ones that you need to check in with yourself regularly. Part of emotional intelligence is understanding yourself and knowing yourself. And I'm going to use the word critiquing yourself on how you are presenting to your team. And you could be doing things and you're not aware of it. They haven't said anything, but they have certainly noticed it and they have felt it. So one of the first ones, and it's a it's a big one. It, it can potentially cause all sorts of strife, is ignoring employee feedback, dismissing it. Maybe I don't have the time and, and stopping at that statement. I don't have the time instead of I don't have the time right now. Can we set up a time for you to come and come and chat with me that works for both of us? Being open to hearing the feedback because it takes a lot of courage for someone to come and say to you, I have something that I need to share. You want them to be sharing. You want to invite them to share whatever they're thinking or feeling. It could be ideas. It could be positive changes for the company. It could be an innovation. Who knows what the subject is that they want to necessarily discuss with you. But you want to be open to hearing this feedback. Don't get into the the mindset set that these reviews that so many corporations do, you know, your quarterlies or your yearlies, your annual, that kind of thing. From my perspective, there should be reviews of you and reviews of your employees happening on a daily. Nobody should be surprised where you stand. You shouldn't be surprised where somebody else stands in your organization. 
that happens when you are open to feedback and a continuous feedback opportunity. Let's call it, call it a highway, right? You want the coming and the going of everybody. The other one is micromanaging. And this is one that so often small business owners, they don't get that this is how they live. Because from their perspective, from your perspective, as a business owner, you feel a responsibility, you know, for making sure that everything's getting done. And I get that. Absolutely get that. When you delegate to somebody, when you ask somebody to do something specific, you need to let them do it. You've asked them for an outcome. Let them give you that outcome. If you've delegated to somebody who doesn't have the skill, then that's a red flag in and of itself. Yeah, you can't can't do that. They have to, number one, have the skill, and number two, have the time capacity to do it. Like there's things that you have to have uh, figured out before you delegate and you hand over something. But when you give responsibility to someone, you have to give them the authority and you have to believe that they are going to have it done. Now, I'm not saying you can't check in at all, but it's certainly not on a frequent basis. Otherwise, they perceive that as micromanaging. Like, leave me alone. Just let me do that. Quit asking me where I'm at. I know where I'm at. I'm on track. And what happens over time, if you would just back off a bit and give them the opportunity to perform and to prove to you that, hey, they're more than capable. They understand the job. They understand the assignment and they understand the deadline. They know and they perform and they bring it could be under budget. They could bring it in before the deadline. Don't micromanaging. It is so demoralizing to employees to have somebody sitting on their shoulder, nitpicking every single thing they do. Because the reality is, unless you have a really specific process that is required to be done in order for the product outcome to be what it is, let people figure out their way to get to your outcome because it's the outcome that you want. Let them process it the way that it makes sense to them because then it will be done well, it'll be done faster, it'll be more efficient. Lack of transparency. Yeah, people need to know. Having somebody sit at their desk or multiple somebody sit at their desk and they don't know what's going on that's a scary place for them to be. And their performance suffers. Their being suffers. They're in this state of unrest. And that isn't healthy for them as a human. And it's not healthy for them in their, their job. And especially for them in their personal life at, at home, when they go home, all this wondering and worrying about, whoa, what's, what's going on? 
So even though it can be uncomfortable, it could be that, you know, you've terminated somebody or you're bringing somebody on from the outside. Who knows, you might be bringing in an audit, which means everybody's position is going to be looked at. There's lots of things that you as the business owner need to do in order to have a thriving business. Absolutely do those things, but make sure that you're communicating to everybody what is happening, when it should be happening, why we're doing it. Sure, some might have questions, but the vast majority will just say, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> That's, oh, I, yeah, okay, thanks for letting us know. One that's become, it's kind of become a hot button. Yeah, I would say more, more so than it was uh, pre-COVID is the work life balance. I don't think that there's ever a balance because I believe it's an ebb and flow thing. You know, there may be times where it's way more work and then there's more times where it's where it's not. But with the working from home, with having completely different schedules, it's a challenge and it, you need to be open to hearing what people what, the, what their ultimate is. And that doesn't mean you have to provide their ultimate. If that's detrimental to the whole team and the company actually functioning and working. And that's something that you have to be really, really open and objective in your own mind to making that determination. But you definitely want to be open to the discussions for the flexibility. I mentioned, I can't remember if it was last week or two weeks ago, of my team of moms and they all looked after each other and they were gone and they were able to be flexible in their role because they created a system for themselves that allowed that. And you might, you know, give that opportunity to your group. Here's a big one, bullying and harassment. No tolerance. As far as I'm, this is me. As far as I'm concerned, my team, no tolerance. Absolutely not acceptable. And if you draw that line in the sand, immediately your team will have your back. And they will also understand that you will make sure that it's a safe place for them to work. If you do not deal with somebody's behavior that is not in alignment with your values, if you don't deal with that, your team is going to lose faith, lose trust, and they're gonna start looking for somewhere else to work. This is, a, this is a big one. You have to step up and do your job as the business owner and make sure that is not happening inside your organization. And even if it is your number one performer, even if it's your number one salesperson, even if it's been somebody that's been at your business from the get-go, uh-uh, doesn't matter. You have to get in there and make sure that that behavior is nipped in the bud and it doesn't happen again. Yeah, I feel, you can tell, I feel really strongly about that because it is, number one, it's unacceptable from a human standpoint, 
But number two, it is so toxic and it will do nothing but destroy everything that you have worked for. Favoritism, you know, it, it's kind of along that same line, but often it's hard for you to recognize because we as humans, we are naturally drawn to some people and not to others. And that's just a fact, right? And we don't even, we don't even necessarily recognize it. But as a small business owner, you need to be aware. Now, you can't penalize someone that you like by being concerned that somebody is going to say that it's favoritism. As long as there's merit in your decision and you're being objective, I think you're fine. Growth opportunities, that's a red flag. If people don't see, hey, how can I move up in this company? Where can I go? What can I, what can I expect? What's my future? Most people want to advance in their career, advance in their company. There's lots that don't. They're quite happy. Hey, this is what I wanted. This is, I'm, I'm getting exactly what I wanted and asked for, and I'm happy right here. So, you know, just leave me alone. Don't try and promote me. Don't try and move me somewhere. I'm, I'm good here. But others, they want to know that they can have an increase in pay, an increase in uh, responsibility and move up in the company. So you want to take time to really get clear yourself as a company and where you see your company in five years, 10 years. Accountability, lacking accountability. Number one of yourself, if you said you were going to do something, you better make sure that you did it. But it's also your employees and your role as a business owner in holding people accountable. It makes everybody's job so much easier. And the ripple effect can be disastrous and it can certainly be incredibly frustrating. So yeah, people need to be held accountable. So hope those few red flags might help you just sit down and take a little little look at yourself and how you're operating. And if any are there, address them. That's it for this week. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks so much for listening to the People Gardener podcast. Hopefully you have a nugget or two that you'll be able to implement this week as part of your ever-evolving leadership style. If you haven't already downloaded the Be Interested app, it's my new app. It's available on Apple uh, App Store and also the Google Play Store. I do have free content on there. I have my 25 Ways to Be Interested workbook and challenge, which is a wonderful step-by-step, um, day-to-day way of incorporating those questions, the whys of being interested in your people. There's also uh, videos on there and a resource. So we've got TED Talks and books and podcasts and yeah, it's just lots of wonderful resources for you. So absolutely go and check it out and we'll talk to you next week.